I'm going to share a word with you, a word I introduced last night in our New Year's Eve service and something I feel really passionate about concerning what God's saying to us. Now, there's a passage of scripture in Joel chapter 3, verse 14, that says there are multitudes in the valley of indecision. It's really a power-punching moment in the history of Scripture and a power-punching phrase. It's got the sense that some people are stuck and because they're stuck, they're not making decisions or because they're not making decisions, not making up their minds concerning some things, they find themselves stuck. Whichever comes first, chicken or the egg, an inability to make up one's mind and to have a stick to itiveness, commitment to dear settings for more, ability to persevere. Vince Amening, the Afrikaans word for perseverance there. Uh, our ability to have that is, uh, uh, one of the, is one of the keys in scripture that unlocks blessing. At the beginning of every year, we ask the Lord, Lord, will this be a blessed year? Will you bless us? Will you give us a word for the year? All of those things are very, very valid. But I think it's equally important to recognize no matter what the word is and no matter what the year will be, I've got to make up my mind that it is God's plan for me to go through this and be part of his purpose in my future. And making up your mind about it rather than being double-minded or uh, uh, uncertain is such a crucial part of the spiritual journey. And so I wanted to take it to some scriptures concerning that and then and then some practical applications on that uh, as you launch a year. I, I'm okay with New Year's resolutions, but I'm, I'm, I'm more passionate about making up our minds. Decisiveness, uh, I, I think, is so powerful. Romans chapter 14, uh, um, uh, verse uh, 13 from uh, the message, I beg your pardon, from the New International Version says this. It says, therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind, that's the key there, uh, not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or a sister. This idea suggests that um, my state of mind and my mind uh, set and my uh, mental uh, uh, aptitude or capacity and, 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 and certainty matters. It matters in how it affects other people and it matters in how it affects me. Personally, and one of the scriptures I always think about when I think about this process of decision making and the value of indecision is found in Ezekiel chapter 37. It won't be on the screen, but maybe this week in your devotional time, you might want to look it up. The whole chapter is really very powerful. But Ezekiel 37 is another valley, and in that valley is called the Valley of Dry Bones. There's this prophetic moment where a conversation takes place between a prophet and God. But it's really interesting because it would seem for a moment that the roles are reversed. God asks the prophet, can these bones live? Usually we're the ones asking God, can anything come of it? But what God's asking him to do is make up his mind about some things, make up his mind to see a positive prophetic outcome. In fact, throughout the chapter, he says to them, God says to him, prophesy to these dry bones, say to the four winds, speak to the... And uh, it is almost God provoking us to say, set your mind, be steadfast in your heart and in your mind, that there's something significant and powerful about that. And uh, I think there are often reasons why we struggle to just be clear in our minds and to be determined in our minds. I shared a few of those last night, by the way, and uh, you could 
uh, find the message on YouTube uh, uh, or on, on Facebook and do a catch-up. I think it's on podcasts too, uh, and do a catch-up. But I talked about how that sometimes we, we can't make up our minds or are, are finding it difficult to be decisive because we are emotionally attached to a historical or previous picture. When you're emotionally attached to something, you can't embrace something new. Maybe as we transition from 22 to 23, we need to not be attached to things whose season has played out. It's nothing wrong with it. It just played out and a new season has come in. Uh, you, you, you can't make up your mind about some things because you're hoping for something that's finished to, to revive. And maybe God has something better in mind. And so I wanted to encourage you to be uh, mindful, cautious of the danger of being emotionally attached to something whose season has played out and rather build new connections with new words and new destinies and new directions. And I think it's an appropriate thing to ask the Lord to help us do that. I, I talked about how we can be under spiritual attack. Sometimes we're not making good decisions because our our, our hearts are in turmoil. We find ourselves under spiritual attack. Things are confronting us. And there we need to find a quiet place, come to peace, come to rest, and just make the decisions and take the actions that we know God is prompting us to do. No matter what the storm is in our lives, we should never abdicate our responsibility to be decisive. It's never going to be a good enough day uh, to make uh Decisions. You just have to make them every day. You have to make righteous decisions irrespective of the climate, irrespective of the weather, the atmosphere around you. And I wanted to encourage on that. And then, and then thirdly, uh, 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 a hectic word, but we, we started to make decisions with mental atrophy. We're so used to other people making decisions for us um, that we've put our minds in neutral and we're just not... Are comfortable anymore with making decisions and sticking to them. I I, I watched uh, some people trying to, to choose a paint color for the how, uh, um, the inside of their home uh, recently at a DIY store. It was traumatizing to watch. The more options that appeared, the harder the decision came, became, and the more. Pinterest pictures they showed each other, and the more swatches they took off the wall, the worse it got. You know, having um, uh, too many options in your life actually can paralyze you. And in the end, you go nowhere. You just, you got to just pick a direction. You got to, you got to pick a lifestyle. You got to pick a life partner. You got to pick a church. You got to pick a way of doing your business. You've got to, you got to pick ways of investing uh, and start living them out and don't freeze and go, what if, what if this is so wrong? Um, God will steer you as you're on the move. And I wanted to encourage you to really think about that and not find yourself in some sort of a deep value of indecision. It'll be a really good year this year. I know it will because God intends it. But I also know because I've made up my mind that come what may, uh, God is able to make all things work together for the good to them that love him and are called according to his purpose. What Come what may, uh, God is going to make a, a lump of clay into something good. That's what he did in Genesis. It was a, a, a world covered in darkness. And six days later, at every day, he said, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's very good. And that's God's way. And, and I guess we need to, uh, uh, in some sense, make up our minds about that. So back to Ezekiel 37, I wanted to draw three practicals out of that. 
and then I want to pray for you. By the way, if you have a prayer request or need, feel free to uh, type it up in the comments and Vince and Mike and a whole team of people, I saw Lloyd was on, a whole bunch of pastors are connected and we'll, we'll pray uh, with you with pleasure. Um, it was so incredible to witness people getting baptized um, uh, last night after the New Year's Eve service and the queue of people just got longer and longer and I got to speak to some of the people along the way and to see how God has answered prayers in this last year uh, in what seemed like impossible circumstances. So uh, let us never give up, uh, um, uh, but always persevere in our prayer and, and ask God for his favor and blessing. Ezekiel 37, Valley of Dry Bones. So it goes through these three or four phases. First, it's bones. It's sort of rattling together. Literally, there was a great sound and then the bones came to bone and they connected. And I think one of the first things we have to make decisions about is putting structure in our lives. All of us at some point need things to come together in a way that makes sense. We're going to put them together in some kind of a structure. And listen, I'm, I'm one of those people who like structures, but some people like being very spontaneous and we think that being spontaneous means we don't have any structures. That's not true. We actually need a strategy, a structure. We need a morning routine. We need a bedtime routine. We need a Bible reading routine and a church going routine. You know that if you don't have a structure, things don't come together just right. This doesn't happen. And if you leave it to chance, then I don't think that's Christian. Uh, I'm not, I don't think we should be ruled by chance. I think that's gambling. Isn't that the definition of gambling is, is what are the odds? What are the odds of things being better this year? Well, that's not acceptable language for a believer. That's gambling. And we don't gamble our destiny and our future. We believe God and in obedience to God, we we follow. And I think a structure is so incredibly important. Uh, this prophecy starts with, oh, we need bone structure. It, sh- it shouldn't be too hectic. It shouldn't be the only thing. It seems very impersonal. You know, the flesh and the sinew is still coming, the skins, the soft touch is still coming. But you've got to have some hardscapes in your life, some, some reinforced concrete, some boundary walls, some stuff. Make some decisions about that. What are your boundaries? Where's crossing the line? Can you pull it back a bit? What's the language you won't tolerate? And what's, what's the habit you uh, need to throw, throw away? And you need to establish some structures. And, and then the second part of the prophecy was um, uh, bo- bone uh, getting flesh and sinew and then skin. Uh, tendons is uh, what the NIV refers to it. And uh, tendons is an interesting word because it's used in the New Testament again in Corinthians. It says that the body of Christ is strengthened by all the strength that every sinew and tendon provides. So I'm going to define tendons as decisions based on your strength. So we need decisions based on your structure and then decisions based on your strengths. I can't sing, you know, and um, I, I, I observe with admiration people like Vince or I watch with admiration people like Nesta. I even did a piano lesson or two, just so you know, between us. And I can sort of, I'm mechanical about it, but I don't think I've got instinctive giftedness in that. So it doesn't come naturally to me, but other things do. 
And I need to make some decisions based on how I'm going to maximize what my strengths are and really put structure around my weaknesses. And in 2023, I really want to encourage you. You need to put some strength behind you. You need to allow some strength to come into your life through some of those decision-making abilities. And then thirdly, it comes to this point where God says to the prophet, okay, prophesy the wind of the Spirit come into these new formed bodies. They were bones, disconnected. They got their structure back. They got their strength back, some flesh, some skin, some tendons. Now they need God's breath. And I've realized I make a, a lot of decisions that um, don't, don't give life. And I'm gonna, I need to stop doing that. They suck the oxygen out of my life rather than give breath to my life. And my decision-making needs to include that if it doesn't bring life, it's just not the season for it. It needs to bring life. We also need the Holy Spirit to breathe life into everything we're doing. Your marriage might feel like it's uphill at the moment. Your business might feel like it's uphill. Or raising kids might feel like it's just, you know, moving a rock up a hill. But what you need to ask is not for things to be removed, but for breath to, be, to enter in. Our church needs the breath of God. It's, it's lifeless. I mean, it's organized and it's got structure to it and it's even got strength, but it's got no life in it without the Spirit of God in it. You, you and I can have um, a structure in our day, a routines that are meaningful to us. We can, have, we can play to our strengths and know what they are, but if we don't have the Spirit, we're, we're still just carnal beings, you know, just operating in, in fleshly or worldly wisdom, operating in the strength of human capacity and human understanding, all of which is frail. We need to lean into and host the presence of God. I'm really excited for 2023 that in our gatherings and online and in every place where the name of Christ is mentioned, we'll have a tangible sense of the Holy Spirit's presence in the space, hosting the presence of God. I want to worship and 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 weep and celebrate and worship and feel lighter and feel stronger. And we do that by just inviting the Holy Spirit. You need to make some decisions about doing things that invite the Holy Spirit closer and do not uh, push Him uh, to the outskirts of your life. There are, there are things, see, the word there is quenching the Spirit. It's in First Thessalonians that we should be careful that we do things that don't quench. So, so if you could imagine that as just being something that pushes him away, uh, uh, decisions and actions that put it, push him to the uh, periphery of our lives. And then there are some decisions and actions that bring him front and center. That's what you need. And that's what you need to um, uh, be believing for. And I'm uh, believing uh, for that with you. So, so uh, uh, consider uh, uh, some of the, the decisiveness in your life and to be able to say, we, we stick it on a wall and on T-shirts for baptism, I have decided. Uh, I told the story that when I got baptized, there was a, there's a song I've decided to follow Jesus. Uh, Vince's, uh, he should have sung it. I think he's, you consider me, he, he said. Um, that was, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, uh, that's, that song uh, uh, was sung. But I have decided is my response to God's invitation. God invites and I decide. God calls me into his family. I accept 
Christ's invitation. That partnership is what produces this blessing in my life. And, and God could stand um, at the door of every area of your life and woo you and invite you into blessing. But unless you make up your mind about some things, it's not going to happen. And I think one of the long-term, what's the right term? Long covid you know, there's long COVID uh, is a physical condition for some people. I think there's spiritual and emotional long COVID. And that is a, 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 a new acceptance or, or tolerance for paralysis. Like, don't make any moves, um, just freeze. Uh, just stay in the four walls of your home. So let me tell you a really, I don't know why I know this, but there's this really uh, strange research paper I read about or, or watched the documentary on about rats, okay? I'm sorry that a rat does die in the telling of the story, but it's the wrap-up of my message this morning, so I'm almost done. Be patient. Um, so some research was done uh, Put a rat in a cage and give it two choices. Uh, give it pure water or uh, drug um, spiked water, like, I don't know, serious drugs like cocaine or something. And without fail, the rat or rats chose the, the, the water with the drugs. And then about 20 years later, another professor, so this was given as a standard and a norm that we have an addictive personality and it's always going to be a failure when we present it with an option that is, you know, it gives us temporary relief. And then a professor decided, well, what if the test was set up badly? I think his name is Professor Alexander and he repeated the test, but he decided, what if we made the cage more enticing, put a wheel in it and um, hiding places and g gave these creatures something to entertain themselves and put some friends in there, g put a few rats in, not one rat, one cage and nothing else. And guess what they discovered? 80 to 90% of the rats in that test opted to hang out with their mates and do cool stuff and just drink water. They were dying out of drinking uh, drug um, spiked water from pure boredom and claustrophobic closed environment. And I just wonder if you set up your life better, if even if the world uh, presented you uh, uh, spiked um, uh, options, you would walk right past them if you're in the company of the right people in the context with the right thing that met the needs based on the way God wired you, that you would just walk right past dangerous stuff and you would walk past uh, uh, deadly stuff uh, in favour of destiny stuff just because you set yourself up for a win. So... I'm excited for 2023 because I believe that 2022 was, as I shared last night, a year of shopping. The gathering of supplies or ingredients for what God wants us to bake or build in 2023. So set yourself up. Set yourself up with the ingredients or the building supplies. Set yourself up with a blueprint or a recipe and set yourself up with all the tools you need or the, or the uh, appliances you need. Set your world up and then bake or build something big for God this year. And I think that'll, that'll birth the blessing we know and are believing for in this coming year. So with that in mind, uh, it, it possibly the shortest service in uh, Father's House history, I'd like to take a moment to uh, pray with you wherever you are. And I'd really like to encourage you to consider sharing this um, 
um, service, this link on YouTube or Facebook. Like and subscribe and comment even after we've gone live. Let's get the word out that there's another way of, of wiring yourself for life. And at the center of it is a life uh, in full devotion to our Lord and Master Jesus Christ and a life fueled not by food only or friendships only or finances only, but fueled by faith and fueled by the Holy Spirit. That's the better way of doing it. And, and we, we, would, we would live a life... Um, dedicated um, to God and God's ways. So let's pray. Um, grateful that you spent uh, part of uh, the first uh, with us today with your church family. And if you don't yet have a spiritual family, this is the one for you. Uh, and that's probably why you're part of this conversation this morning. Heaven, so do you, do you, you want to join me? And um, we'll each pray a prayer. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm calling Vince up from, uh, from the comment section. And um, would you pray first and yeah. just check that your mic, your mic must be... Yes, it's we've, we've actually got some guys in the back here uh, serving yeah. this morning. So uh, Kieran and Curtis are both here. Thank you so much, guys. Let's pray. Uh, Vince, you go and I'll wrap up. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Father, for uh, your mercies that are new every morning. Thank yeah. you for this great word. We pray that this year we would see you clearly and come to love you so dearly uh, that to know your worth and your value more greater than any other thing in our lives. We pray that we would uh, seek you first. If things happen in our lives for our daily decisions, that we would seek you First, And then we would drown out the voice of the world and Holy Spirit, that you would make us sensitive to your still small voice. Give us wisdom for every step. Thank you for this word and thank you for the opportunity to worship you today. Um, and may it set us up for a year rich with your favor, a year rich with your blessing and filled with fullness of life. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeah, Lord, thank you. Thank you so much that you've given us the the power of a surrendered will that we can choose life and death. That there is, in, in fact, a scripture that reminds us that there is life and death in the power of the tongue. Choose life that, that we and our, our, our descendants may live. And Lord, we pray today that we will be well set up, that we will be spirit-filled. We will host you well this year. And that we will make the necessary decisions not to be paralyzed in our mindset, but we'll make up our mind to follow after you, to settle matters, to put structure in place, to know the boundary lines, to have the ingredients and a recipe, to have the supplies and a blueprint, to bake or build something big, to glorify your name, yes. and to make the most of the season you send us into. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that we reject, we are able to reject this morning atrophying of the mind. We're able to reject uh, emotional attachments invested in the wrong places. And we're able to put up, put up a shield of faith against spiritual attacks so that we can be clear-minded. And having done that, Lord, we pray that we will always glorify and honor you, recognizing that wisdom of the world is foolishness in the spirit and spiritual decisions can seem foolishness to the world, but we know better and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. So have a great 
January 1st, everybody. It's yes. been a privilege spending uh, less than an hour uh, even with you. And uh, I look forward to seeing many of you again on Sunday. Daily Devotion still running. Have a great day. God bless you. Cheerio. Bye-bye.